This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. HP's bad boy, of course. You, you couldn't forget about it. I know you you didn't forget, but I wanted to just say it just in case. Here with me, the beautiful boys, Ben. Greetings. Brandon. Hey, what's up, man? And Phil. Hey, what's happening? Phil, we've got you here. You're yes. a little bit slower than the rest of us, which, you know, maybe that's <laughs> a little bit closer to reality. Maybe not. I don't want to rip on you this early on the episode because honestly, I'm just glad that you're here to record with us. Very happy that I'm here. And uh, if it's not as bad as the NFL draft, then it won't be too bad. I feel like every time they had a pick, there was a delay. And uh, yeah, if we can be better than them, we got something going for us. Yeah, I saw the one clip from the draft where it was like some some dude, his girlfriend was hugging him after he got drafted and like right. the mom had to like pull her off or whatever. <laughs> it was I, the draft became like a uh I don't know, it was a weird thing. I actually um I posted a meme on Facebook. It's a guy taking his headset off in a disgusted way and it says ESPN NFL draft producers when they find out that a pick grew up in a loving household with a, with both parents present. Um they made this some sort of weird thing about like the the worse someone's life was, the better television it was for them, I guess. So um, I yeah, don't doubt draft. that one bit. Oh yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone drafted had less than six people that they knew. You know, shot or um, just terrible things happened to them. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Wow. It was a weird draft this year. This twenty twenty <laughs> is a weird, weird time. Yeah, but it if is. we're doing better mm-hmm. than them, we're doing good. Fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, I saw that there was also, I mean, obviously a lot of things right now are people it's, it's interesting. Cause I've been thinking about like how we see people using webcams and even you have like news people that are doing the news out of their house. And I'm like, it's so ironic because all these old media companies are now having to act like they're YouTubers, yep. like, like new media. And so it's like, really, what's the difference at this point? I mean, one of them is probably more likely to lie to you than the other one, and there's a lot more money involved. But And the people that have been doing it this way are much better at it. So, right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> clearly evident. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm excited to be recording this show with you guys. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would ask you how you guys are doing, other than I feel like I already know the answer based on the last few weeks. It's both, all of us are just kind of like, yep, we're we're here. We're, we're hanging on. Treading water. Yeah, yeah, just trying to stay floating, drinking a lot of coffee. You're drinking coffee? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I switched to a lot harder stuff a while ago. It yeah. feels like I, we cope in different ways. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> honestly, I have a girl if, at work that good. Well, no, I was gonna say honestly, um, 
if I was going out to more like gas stations and stuff, I definitely would be picking up a lot more of the the harder energy drinks. But uh, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, it, it's with this girl that that works. She uh, recycles my glass for me, and I feel like every time I give her a bag, I have to give like a story or excuse or something <laughs> like <laughs> this. This is not my normal glass intake. <laughs> so. It's just desperate times right now. <laughs> she calls a hotline. Uh, I need right. to report someone. Right. For, My for boss self-care. is drinking way too much vodka right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so fucked up right now, too, because all of the four of us are in Pennsylvania. And in Pennsylvania, all the liquor stores are owned by the state, which, you know, obviously means it's going to work out great. You know, the government is so efficient at running different things like this. So, of course, they should be involved with the, you know, the direct sales of alcohol. Anyway, you're not able to really – they're opening it now that there are some, like, uh, dry – like, you can pick up orders, like, curbside. Right, Ben? That's correct. Yeah. I was almost thinking I was going to be like – I'm not big on drinking almost at all at this point just because it usually makes me – feel a little queasy something doesn't agree with me in drinking anymore but i was like man having some bourbon or whiskey right now would be amazing i should see if i could try to get something from ben but i was like eh, that's probably not legal and uh, yeah i don't know i can't sell you anything but i would give you something if i could oh well i mean i can't sell you anything legally We, we can trade in other ways Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say I forgot to. Uh, that was not sexual, Brandon. Uh, oh. I know that's what you were thinking. I hey Ben, listen, I didn't. I, <laughs> I just said oh. That's all I said. I'm pretty sure I'm drunk. I helped every day your dad right now. with a video of some dude eating a bunch of hot wings. Yeah, and he in the email back was like, "Let me know what you what I owe you," and I specifically didn't respond because he knows darn well that I don't want anything in right. return for something as small as that, but. Maybe when this shit's all over, I might have to stop in for an old fashioned as payment or something there you like go, that. Dude. That works. I'm that sure sounds, that will be. I'm sure we can make that happen. That sounds delectable. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the news of the week. There hasn't been a whole lot of things. Ha- I mean, there's been some significantly huge bombs that have dropped over the past week, but uh, not very many but the ones that have happened have been really big so let's go ahead and get into it first of all the last of us part two and ghost of tsushima now have new release dates um this is kind of a a two-parter story which i'm sure you guys already know all about this uh the last of us 2 is now releasing on june 19th and ghost of tsushima just a little less than a month later july 17th which this, first of all, was unique to me just because Sony, I don't think, would release two high-profile AAA games this close together under any other circumstance. So, I don't know. Ben, did you think that that, had, uh, that, that was kind of interesting? I thought it was interesting. Um, they already were going to release somewhat close together, more close together than we thought they would. And there's also the fact that um, uh, Sony doesn't seem to be marketing Ghost of Tsushima very well, in my opinion. Right. Uh, so part of me is like, well, they're just like setting themselves up for more failure. But I don't know. I think it's maybe they were going to delay Ghost of Tsushima to that date already, and then they still weren't sure about The Last of Us. But then with that, after these link, leaks, they're like, well, 
maybe everything's going to get leaked, so we should just push things out. But Ghost right. of Tsushima looks so good. So oh, yeah. good. Like, I'm more excited about that than The Last of Us, to be honest. I'll say it. Well, you could just you could just leave. Well, Damn. <laughs> Infamous is still... I think Infamous is a top five PS4 game. Whoa. Yep. Hmm, there you I go. don't know about that take, man. First game I, mean, I beat I respect this generation. It. It's the first game I beat this generation. It, it holds a special place in my heart. Well, yeah, I mean... I kind of agree with Ben. I don't know if stuff's getting a little leaky. I can definitely see them weighing the options of continuing to delay the last of us. I think ghost of Tsushima was probably going to come out around then anyway, but I think they're just like last of us stuff's already getting spoiled. I've seen, you know, people talking about stuff getting spoiled over the internet a bunch. So, um, which I think um, there's more at stake for The Last of Us to be spoiled than for Ghost of Tsushima because we don't really have expectations. I mean, we think it's going to be good, but we don't really know what the game's going to be about. Not to say get, getting spoiled wouldn't be, you know, detrimental to it or the people playing it. But with Last of Us, there's it's it's a series now, right? Like, we've already got people invested in the storyline and we've already got people invested in the characters. So if something gets leaked, that's more detrimental to both sales and consumer expectations. And I think right. it probably won't hurt its sales overall. I mean, it's still going to do well. Um, but I do think that it will delay the overall sales. Like, they may not make as much money even if they sell as many copies because people will buy it later and later if they find out because they still want to play it, but they know what's going to happen. So there's not the usual rush to get out there and play it week one like there normally is if, they are, if they've gotten it spoiled for them. Yeah. But they'll right. make up that money when the PS5 launches because it'll probably at least be playable, if not a launch title on the PS5. Also, oh, it'll be playable. I can. They'll, yeah, they'll, sure. It'll either be playable or they'll put out another version of it that's playable. But uh, I can't imagine at this point in the game that anything first-party Sony won't be playable on the on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. We'll be playing God of War and everything. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to be clear, because I don't think I said this directly, the launch date originally for Ghost of Tsushima was June 26th, and we did know about that. So it's been pushed back just about, you know, about a month. Yeah. So Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's just a strange situation to be in. I'm, I'm definitely with Ben on this one, though. I think that it has to do with it getting leaky, and maybe it was just time. Maybe they... They want to blow out, so I don't know. Right, they have to push. They have to push Last of Us because, or they have to, you know, put it as soon as they can, and that's probably the soonest they can get it moving. Um, but of course, then that would tramp all over top of Ghost, so they have to move Ghost out further, which makes sense. Right. But it does suck. I mean, if we want to actually, I'm sure you're getting to it. But if we want to actually talk about the leak, like, yeah. Let's go ahead and get into that. Yeah, I just feel... First of all, there's millions of people who are going to play that game who were and are going to play that game. And I feel bad for all of us. Like, I haven't had it... Well, I may have had it spoiled. I saw two spoilers, and they were the exact opposite of each other. So one of them is true, potentially, and one of them is not. Um, So I'm still really unsure. And both of them were things I could have guessed would be a possibility. Um, Well, hold up up a sec here, Ben. Let's... I got the context here, just for anyone who somehow doesn't know, and then we okay. can talk about yeah. it. Uh, so there was a bad leak, a very, very bad leak, full gameplay sections, gameplay and cutscenes, put right onto YouTube. 
Uh, right now, despite some reporting, there is no official confirmation of who the leaker is. The rumor right now is that it is an ex-Naughty Dog employee that is specifically, uh, at least in some of the stuff that I saw, they're saying that was due to the fact they were unhappy about the crunch culture of Naughty Dog. Now, I'll read, I have a take on that, but I'll, I'll finish this part of the news, the story, so we can talk about it with Naughty Dog's official statement. This came from their Twitter account. Do not go to their Twitter account because when I went to click this, I saw lightly below it, there was a GIF that someone had posted of some of the story, which to me, I knew, I knew that that was coming. So I like was easily able to dart my eyes, but yeah, don't, don't go looking anywhere for this. I'll read it to you right here. And now it says, we know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing of pre-release footage from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The Last of Us Part 2 will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see and hear, the final experience will be worth it. So, the one thing that really sticks out to me about this thing is that this the, the final line here, and I want to know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this one to you, Phil. Yes. Uh, the line here that says, no matter what you see and hear... The final experience will be worth it. Now, mm -hmm. to me, this puts in like, hey, we know some of the shit you're about. You're going to see leaked. You're not going to like. Right. At least that's the impression I got. What yeah, it's think, also, I think it's some damage control, too. I mean, what are they going to say? Hey, the whole story's out there. <laughs> Good luck. Enjoy your time with the game and pay 60 bucks for it. Um, right. I think it's probably a little damage control, but I think it's also the fact that they're right. Like, no matter what someone says about it, those games, everything Naughty Dog does is so good that you could tell me the story of Uncharted 4 or The Last of Us, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But playing it is completely different. So I think they're absolutely right. Like, I think it's partly damage control and partly their games are good enough to stand on their own. So even if you know or if maybe you've watched someone play through it, it's a completely different experience than playing it yourself. Right. Yeah. the The original Last of Us was one, probably the only game, and I'm not a very, I'm not a person who's very emotional or cries a lot, but the, it's probably one of the only games that ever made me uh, shed a single tear or well up or anything like that. I've had other mm -hmm. games that were very meaningful or whatever, um, but I, the thing about it was, I already knew the story. I played it years and years after it came out, and I already knew how it was going to end, and it still affected me in that way. Uh, yeah. So I think they're, you know, even if you know the ending to a movie, that doesn't mean it's not going to still be good the whole way through. Uh, I, you mean in Avengers? Spoiler alert! Oh, sorry, everybody, God. but in the Avengers, you always know that the good guys are going to win and the bad guys are going to are going to lose. That doesn't make the the ride to get there any less exciting. Right. Uh, and I've seen end game. I've seen end game. Five times now, and I Jesus. will cry at the same moments every time. <laughs> How many fucking hours is that? Jesus, it's fuck a lot me! Of isn't hours. that good, Lord? Four of them were in the theater. I went That's to like the theater saw four times. You're pulling Remember a movie fucking. Theaters? Those were you're, awesome. You're pulling a fucking work week of Endgame, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> damn right I am. It's my favorite thing. The only good thing about wow. quarantine is we've been watching Agents of Shield. But yeah, I will cry every time, and I'll tell you. I didn't even get through like the intro of Uncharted Four before I was crying. I'm just walking oh, around dude. that attic looking at stuff, and I was tearing up. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> damn, everything damn. makes me cry though. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you're you're a more, I mean, you tend to have more feelings that are outward than I do. Even if I have them, a lot yeah. of times they don't come yeah. out of my eyes. Right. Like, I'm basically crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, think, just thinking about all these games. Damn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I understand why they're saying that. I also wonder, I mean, there's a very, very small part of me that wonders, sure, this game may be gone gold already, maybe it hasn't. But is it possible, is there any possibility that they prepared multiple endings and they're like, well, guess what? Then we're putting the new ending on the disc now. That would um, be awesome. Mm, well, know, or, and I know it's not just right. the ending that got leaked, Yeah. And but that's the thing. That's the most dramatic part about it. Well, no, I um, mean, has it been confirmed that it was like a gold build or anything like that? Because it could also be like an old build of the game. You know, things could change. I don't know. Well, I th- I think it's it's whatever it is is notable enough for Naughty Dog to feel like they need to make a statement. Right. And unless it's an extreme coincidence for Sony to feel like they need to bump the release date back to a a better point, so or a sooner point. Yeah. So my guess is that it's at least somewhat valid, but even if it's even if it's not, the just the fact that they know it's out there is probably they know that's going to deter some people from buying it immediately, so they want to get it out as fast as they can. Even if it's not real, it's it's going to deter people because they're going to think that they know what the, what's happening. From what I understand... Yeah, you're right, Phil. That's what I was trying to get at. But you, from yeah. what I understand, what has been leaked, and I don't know what it is, exactly what it is because I haven't watched the stuff and I won't. Um, actually, I don't care, everybody. I totally don't care if it's spoiled for me. I'm, I'm just saying that so that people on Reddit don't send me random messages uh, trying to spoil things like happened to me for Endgame. But um, just because just because it's... I mean, what's out there is real. It's definitely Last of Us material. Now, whether that's the final build, I don't know. But it was right. definitely rendered from what I understand. Yeah, it's been verified that it's... Right. It's, it was a developer... Uh, copy of the game you'd have right. to assume at this point and i mentioned this to you guys in the in the slack chat is that you have to wonder if if this could be a result of the fact that people were working from home and so different security measures weren't in place to ensure that something like this couldn't happen that is totally just conjecture um and honestly leaks like this could happen probably within a studio as well I agree with you, but I'm also wondering, like, I doubt there's anybody who was able to remotely access the full build of the game from home. Like, I don't know. That seems like a lot to me. Just someone being a fucking bitch. Yeah, (laughs) so let's talk about... That's what it comes down to. (laughs) A lot of different news sites have clung on to this rumor about it being a disgruntled employee. Some of them going as far to talk about how it's has to do with crunch culture and things like that. I don't know how to feel about this. And I'm just, for me, it's like, okay, maybe that is the truth. Or is it the truth and a possibility? Or is it an opportunity for some of these fucking journalists to put their narrative spin on this story? Since Naughty Dog has had previous history of having crunch-related issues. Right. No, I think it's sensational as well. So, I mean, it's like this has been a problem, 
you know, for especially recently with a couple different companies. And so I think it's partially that um, and partially just like to me, it's just the crunch culture is bad, but so is league culture. I don't know. I'm yeah. just I'm just yeah. like two wrongs don't make a right to me. Um, and I just think that there's a lot better ways to get your point across than leak something and, you know, spoil somebody's, uh, enjoyment of a game that you probably had something to do with something, you know, some part of. So imagine being that terrible of a person that you want to ruin that for so many people. Well, and, and I talked about the the people who would be playing it, like the four of us and who, you know, however many other millions of people, but I've had jobs I really hated before, and there have been times where if I could have done something to hurt my boss, not physically, but, you know, emotionally or whatever else, that I would have thought about it. I didn't. I haven't. But I, it certainly has come across my mind. But there's never been a time where I've worked with zero people that I had any respect for. Right. And, exactly. Uh, the fact that, yeah, you may hate the leadership at Naughty Dog. You may hate Sony. You may even not even care about all the gamers in the world. But, like, didn't you have that guy that you talked to at the water cooler uh, every Tuesday afternoon that you kind of thought was a nice guy? Like, mm-hmm. he's affected. I don't know. That yep. That's the that's the real part. That's the part that really shows me what kind of person they are. You don't always see the consumer. Everybody always hates their boss. But what about the guy at the water cooler? Like, right. he's a person yeah. that you should respect and do, probably yep. do have friends at that company still. Yeah, I uh speaking of horrible people. I thought you were going to say um, speaking of hating your boss. Yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of uh horrible people, there was someone in the Collins Last Stand Patreon that was so obviously this person wasn't the leaker, but this person was spreading the leak not only by making posts, but leaving comments in other people's posts in the Collins Last Stand Patreon, which is just next level bullshit if you ask me luckily colin and i were switch like i sw- you know very quickly let colin know he went in this fucker is banned it's funny th- like it's funny because people do get banned from the patreon every once in a while and just an ironic that's like hey we're banning you from giving us money but some people are so much of a shithead that it's we don't even want money. your money yeah. Yeah. yeah if if anybody in our patreon by the way patreon.com slash handsome phantom uh, if anybody on our Patreon tries to do that to us, we have your address. Like, your address comes up when you sign up on our Patreon. I will send something to your house that will not be fun. Uh, just just going to put that out there. It might it, may it be it, as simple as a glitter bomb, but you won't Or like it, it might be Brandon. Right. It might be. He's just going to oh, come shit. there, in a box. And punch, it, wow. punch you in the dick, and tell you to fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Damn, dude. I- uh, I'm actually, down. I'm down. I'm, I, I kind of want you to come to my house and do that. So, punch you in we'll the see. dick. You want me to yeah. punch you in the yeah. dick? Okay. It means I get to see you. I haven't seen I, you in so long. I if know. You have to come I to my can. house and punch <laughs> me in the dick. Wow, dude, <laughs> I like it. That, that's friendship. Taking one in the dick for your that pals. Is, that's right. That's right. Just to see you. So yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure whether that dude's a troll and was posting. You know, maybe he was posting a real spoiler. Maybe he wasn't. So I, it's possible I know what happens at the very end, and I'm not, I'm not pleased about it. He's still a but, bitch, uh, even if it's wrong. The fact that he wanted right. to try and, and act like he was spoiling. Uh, well, 
Yeah. I got so many things. So <laughs> many things to say that I'm not going to. Yeah, I was say, now's not the time for this, you know? No. Right. No. No, people need Any good other... vibes right now. They okay. need good things. Like, we need good news, not spoiling the biggest game of the year. That's right. It's just terrible. Should be ashamed. And the most story-driven, emotional game out... Like, there's other right. games out there that you may be anticipating more. Some people yeah. are going to maybe say that Cyberpunk is a game they're really, really, really looking forward to above anything else. I'm sorry, but Cyberpunk does not have the... Unless they really surprise me. It's not going to have the emotional draw of The Last of Us. It's not dealing with a pseudo-father-daughter relationship. It's not dealing with, uh, you know, saving someone's life in order to... And, and by doing that, knowing what's going to happen to the rest of the population. Like, yeah. it'd be one thing if you spoiled Spider-Man for me. I get that Spider-Man's going to beat the bad guy. Sorry, that's what's going to happen. Uh, but it, but know, there spoiling. were spoilers in Spider-Man that if you if you did give a certain thing away, it would have been pretty brutal. True, but it wouldn't have destroyed the game. Like there there right, there right. is a sense in me that The Last of Us is not the kind of game that you want the ending. You want to know the ending no. of like you you know good's going to beat evil, but in The Last of Us, is it right? And what's right. good and what's evil? Like it's it's all it's so right. different than the normal kind of spoiler culture. You want to give me a spoiler? Let me know if Ellie can swim yet, because it'd be great if she learned how to swim <laughs> at some point. Well, that there's probably footage out there. I was gonna say, don't I joke, because so. I will be getting a spoiler, <laughs> and I don't even want that. I don't even want to know that actually. I do, because I'm have... tired of pushing around on a stupid crate or whatever. Your fucking pallet, <laughs> right? That's right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I have one last question for you guys regarding this news story. Uh, just because I had a couple, well, an interaction with someone online about it. So Jason Schreier posted a tweet about how this was, you know, the, oh, there's, this sucks and there's better ways for people to get out their frustration. This just hurts everybody, blah, 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 whatever. Basically showing his support to Naughty Dog. So a bunch of people then called him out saying like, dude, look at all this shit that you've leaked. You've leaked Fallout 4 was coming out. Uh, you leaked uh, Assassin's Creed. What that was? It was going to be set in Victorian England, blah, blah, blah. So Jason Schreier is a notorious leaker. Now, my argument was Jason Schreier never leaked the entire story of a game before release. As far as I know, he never did that. So... I guess my question for you guys, and I, I don't know who wants to take this one directly. Uh, do you think that there are grounds for this being similar, maybe even the same or not the same at all, as far as a leak of an announcement? I think it's a little bit different. And Jason has leaked some stuff and been accused of that. But he is a journalist who got information that was doing it for his job. This person was just trying to be malicious, and I think that's the difference. I don't always support Jason and the things he does. I think he's a great author. I like what he writes. Sometimes I think he probably could have let the publishers 
do things the way they wanted to do them. But I never think it was malicious. It was for his job just to try to be the first one out there. This was clearly meant to hurt people. And that's a, a big difference, I think. Right. I Here's my take on it. I think it's both sides of the coin in this one. Um, what Jason does for consumers, when Jason leaks something, we're excited about that, typically. Because he leaks announcements and settings and things like that. Those are things that may not affect our... Um, may not affect our gameplay, but they affect our anticipation. But on the same token, have you ever had something that, like, think about anything we've ever wanted to announce. If you want to announce it, you want it to be a surprise to people. You want to, like, people to be excited about that and see their reactions. So on the developer side, I think it's the exact same thing. Jason leaks that there's a new, there's a Fallout 4 game coming, that just took the wind out of the sails of everybody who was anticipating sending that leak out into the world. So do I think what Jason does is as bad? No. Do I think what Jason does is bad? Yes. To certain people. Right. I agree with that, but where did he get that info? That's what I want to know. I think that person's more at fault than him. He's just doing his job at that point. And I, I don't think he should be publishing all this stuff that he puts out there. Half the time he drives me nuts. But somebody gave him that information. Sure. Right. I think that's the problem right there. Like, just don't give him the information. He won't leak it. Right. I'm going to say this in jest. I'm not actually comparing these two things. So please take that with a grain of salt. But, hey, the Nazis just did what their job was. They just told, did what Hitler told them to do. Right. Like, that's fair. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're, I'm joking, but there's also a little bit of truth to that. Like, just because somebody gives you something doesn't mean you need to spoil someone else's day. Now, I think when it comes to that point, there's a good chance they've given it to someone else. So you got to be first to market. I understand that. And frankly, there's been leaks that we've been given by friends before at studios, not big, huge leaks that we held off on publishing. Um, and I say leaks. I can only actually think of one, but there may have been more than one that we didn't publish. And then, you know, it turned out to be for the better uh, that we didn't do that. But I just, I can't see doing like taking, taking the wind out of the sails of, of another um, somebody in the industry. If you want right. to tell the, you know, it's good. Jason's kind of leaks are good for the consumer as far as our hype level, but they're not great for the people who are anticipating that press conference or that news release or whatever it is. So I don't know. Yeah. I go back and forth on that pretty big time. Um, but I, I don't think what Jason does normally is as bad as this, but I do think that what he does normally is not good. I agree. I Games agree. are interesting because it's it's the only industry. I don't want to say the only, but obviously, if the the script for the new Star Wars fully leaked, that would be like what's happening now with, or the, right. even the movie if it leaked, like it did, like you know something like that, that would be bad. But as far as it, when it comes to game announcements, right, or movie announcements, a director will be like, "Yeah, I'm working on X Y Z with so and so." It's so nonchalant. Right. As compared to this, and I guess it's a different product, so it makes sense. But yeah, you can go to IMDb I guess it just and comes see like different. the next six movies someone's working on. It's not really a secret right. in the movie industry, yeah. Yeah, and I understand. Like I said, it's a it's a different type of product, but we, you know, reporters report on them in very similar ways. If they hear something about something, they're going to report on it. That's just what they do. So, 
mm-hmm. don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying, Ben, about it's like, hey, it's it's their in a way, I'm like, yeah, that's what reporters do. That's their job. This is there's a there is a a market of people that want to know these things as early as possible. And so they're going to feed that. Right. Yeah. Like I think right, Jason's guys, I'm tired very of good talk- at his job, but I think he's a dick. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Half an hour yeah. in half an hour into the podcast. Let's move on. Talk about some other stuff. I got a few quickies here for you. Oh, I'm always two in quickies. for a, quickie. a good quickie. Oh yeah. Yeah, two quickies oh. and then and then one that with a question. So first two of quickies. all, quickies. Oh, it's like high school. There you go. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Terrible joke. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even know what a quickie was in high school. Let's be honest. I'm talking about Yikes. video games in my mid 30s. So go ahead. Go, mm. go. Please proceed. Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to Game Pass on May 7th, and that's specifically only for consoles. Grand Theft Auto 5 will be leaving it that day. So if you still want to play that, make sure to do that now. But pretty huge game that you'll be able to play as part of your subscription which the reality is if you haven't played this game already you're fucking up phil specifically uh, but i was gonna say uh, maybe now i can return point, my unopened copy there you go right yeah and then you can just uh play it on <laughs> game pass so yeah. that was a quick psa the other quick psa is that the games with gold for next month have been announced and they are really bad uh for xbox <laughs> one you can get v rally 4 which is some kind of unknown rally racing game that i've never heard of even uh warhammer and the other one's warhammer 40k inquisitor martyr which is another game that i've heard of warhammer obviously but i've never heard of this this uh subsect of the series okay so those were the two quick psas if you're excited if you're an xbox player you've got some some uh some stuff coming yeah both of you will be very excited about that sorry (laughs) right yeah (laughs) Here's the one with a question. Uh, so DICE, the developers of Battlefield, long-running developers of Battlefield, have confirmed that their upcoming update, which is called Chapter 6, uh, I believe it's coming out next month. I should have put the date and I forgot. Uh, it's coming out and it will be the final update for Battlefield 5. So I have a question. Um, I'm going to point this one to Brandon first yeah. as, as our resident uh fps expert we'll say for in this in this you know battlefield call of duty section or whatever right um battlefield has obviously been a huge the main competitor for call of duty and at one point i would never say that they were one-to-one but at one point they were a lot closer specifically thinking of battlefield 3 and battlefield 4 right Recently, though, I think we've seen kind of a fall from grace with dice. I think Battlefield 1 was good and a lot of people liked it, but it didn't nowhere near what Call of Duty did that year. Right. And yeah, now, but that, that was a problem because that came out at the same time as Titanfall 2. Like three big FP, FPSs came out at the same time. And I think Battlefront right. 1 was, or Battlefield 1 was maybe, you know, the second best one. But, Call of Duty was the third best game that year. Battlefield One was the was when it kind of started to go really downhill, um, you right. know, in You're popularity. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, whether or not you agree it's a good or bad game is is one thing, but as far yeah, as yeah, the yeah, right. 
the general consensus of the, the, the state of the franchise, we'll say. So now we have Battlefield Five. The naming is so confusing, which is, again, a World War II game that has had a lot of, a, you know, it had a rough launch. I know the PC version had a lot of issues for a game that's, you know, its primary home is on PC. It eventually got a Battle Royale mode that was really late and not well-received, not supposed to be very fun. I didn't even know and it had a BR mode. That's how, yeah. like, like, I'm serious. I don't know. I didn't buy the game, but usually... I'm obviously around, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Reddit. I didn't even know, and I'm probably just dumb, but go ahead. Brandon, I know you were a fan of the Battlefield games. Obviously, you never. I don't think you liked them as much as Call of Duty, but you've definitely you know, grown further away, and now with this last entry, you didn't even buy it or play it. Uh, now we're getting official confirmation they're, they're totally cutting it off. Yeah. They're, they're done with it now uh, for this entry. What do you what do you think that they should do now at this point? What would bring you back to Battlefield? Honestly, and it's going to sound weird and maybe I'm just saying this now cuz this is what I'm doing, but Battlefield 4 was amazing. It was my favorite. Um the modern warfare so to speak with like the upgraded weapons really was right. a lot of fun for me. Um, and I think it's honestly good that they're kind of severing ties. They've had two semi-unpopular entries that have not done well overall. I'm not saying they haven't done well, because they have. Um, but overall, not as good as, let's say, a Call of Duty competitor. Um, but I agree with you in a way. I mean, I don't think they are even much of competitors anymore. Um, I'd like to see them, you know cut ties with this just like they're doing and announce something new maybe at the end of this year maybe beginning of next year i don't know and then try and just get back to the roots of what makes battlefield great which is the massive scale for me um so right well they announced it today didn't they that it was coming in what? 2021 they announced the new battlefield today oh they did yeah, they said that Battlefront Two is also going to be done, and they're they're they've got a Battlefield coming out next year. Oh, you're hmm. right. Okay, I do. I totally missed this. Um, let me just look at the Eurogamer post. Dife, uh, Dife, Dice shifts focus to next year's Battlefield. Star Wars Battlefront Two updates will cease with an all new Battlefield set for 2021. Mm -hmm. Couldn't okay. have said it better myself. Hmm. Yep. Okay, interesting. Yeah, no, I definitely think this is a good idea. Um, let's cut all resources off to what's not working. And I don't think you're going to be able to redeem it at this point with Battlefield Five. Um, I just think that the time for that has passed, especially with Warzone right now. Um, so, yeah. Listen. I mean, I think that this makes the most sense financially for them even to just move on and use their resources to make actual money. Yeah. Phil, it sounded like you had something to say there. I do. Um, what they need is God, and it, it's skipping my mind. What was the spinoff? The Battlefront or the Battlefield spinoff that they had? Hardline. Um, not hardline. Hard. Um, jeez, man, my brain. I mean, today. oh, bad. Nineteen forty two. Bad or Bad companies. What bad he's talking company. about? We need a bad oh. company three. That's what we the need world a bad needs. company in the worst way. We need a bad worst company way. so bad. And uh, if it's not a bad company, they're 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 DOA. That's done. Like, 
everyone's wanted that since Bad Company 2, and they haven't got it. If we don't get that, I think they're probably done. I think Battlefield Bad Company 2 came out towards the end of my time in college, and I know that I had close to 200 hours in Bad Company 2. Oh, my God. I played so Battlefield, many hours that game. Yeah. Battlefield 3 came out, and I think I probably have close to eight hours. And then after that, I just was not even interested anymore. Three I mean, was still really good, but that's that's when I stopped playing pretty much. Four yeah. had yeah. a lot of tech issues at the beginning. I so. played Battlefield 4 on my PS4, and I played a lot of hours of that. I wouldn't even be surprised if I put 60, 70 hours into that multiplayer, honestly. I, I loved it. So something that I was thinking is that we saw a resurgence into both both Call of Duty and Battlefield went back to their roots in doing, um, we'll say, Old War games, right? We had a World War One game and from Battlefield, then Call of Duty did Call of Duty World War Two, and then Battlefield went back to World War Two as well, which what I find interesting is that I think that a lot of people thought that they wanted World War games. And then when they actually got them, they actually realized they didn't want them since they didn't for both Call of Duty and Battlefield that those games did not do as well. So Ben, I'll ask you this. Do you think that I feel like Battlefield needs to go modern? Like at this point, the, the experiment of going back was did not yield the return that they thought it would. I th- what's your question? I guess do you do you think that they need to go modern for Battlefield 5 or battle the Battlefield 6 I guess I think they have to go modern in some sense but as sad as it is for me because of my love for old school Battlefield I don't I'm I'm looking at you know the way that Warzone and Modern Warfare are performing right now and I don't see any game especially Battlefield, being able to top it. And I have, just for everybody's knowledge, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, there were there was almost a decade where I refused to buy or play a, a Call of Duty game because I just did not like it so much. And right now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I don't think there's anything better uh, as far as this style of game goes. So for me, I think they have to go modern, but I also don't know if that's enough like they need to reinvent the genre if they want to continue with battlefield yeah i feel like call of duty's kind of eaten battlefield's lunch especially right now if you look at uh now with modern warfare obviously there's warzone which is huge but even within the normal multiplayer suite of modern warfare you have the big the big map battle mode which is exactly like battlefield yeah where you have vehicles you have all those different aspects where you're going around, taking different points, you have squads. And in a lot of ways, it does it better than Battlefield did. Brandon, do you agree with that statement? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think that why would I not play Call of Duty when I can play the same thing and more, you know? Um, right. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it can scratch that itch, and I'm going to be honest. I played maybe two or three rounds of ground war and you know the bigger modes and stuff like that um and i don't know i just don't prefer it anymore so i don't know if that's just me growing away from that or that's a a shift in preference to game mode i don't know to call of duty's credit or to battlefield's credit i will say that ground war while it is extremely similar 
Uh, it doesn't have the destructible environments right. that Battlefield was always famous for. Right. Um, and, and, the, but, and that is literally it. You can't... I, I like the fact that in... I do like the fact that in Battlefield you can fire tanks. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's something that's kind of cool, but I don't know. I don't miss that in, in Warzone. Yeah. Well, I, they do have tanks in uh, Ground War for Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, and you can actually get them as kill streaks and stuff, but... Um, yeah, I mean, also, let's not forget, I mean, I just want to mention, it is a much less realistic first-person shooter. So, right. as far as authenticity goes, Battlefront has Call of Duty. Um, you know, as far as the way the guns perform, but everything else is, you know, about the same, if not not as good. So. I I would kill for a 1943 remake on uh, PS5 and Xbox, whatever well, the, it's called. I think the reason that super arcadey game was super popular, and I loved it as well, Phil, was because it was so simple. I think that is the yeah, only reason. And that's the thing. And I think that's the thing. Battlefield tries to go bigger and bigger and bigger, and I think if they would just simplify it, go back to that 1943 concept, they would have a hit. But... The bigger they get, the more tech issues they have, and it's just, I don't know. It's just been a mess for them. Battlefield 1943, I'm pretty sure, is the first video game I ever reviewed on YouTube. Nice. Wow. Wow. I uh, filmed the TV what? with my mom's digital <laughs> camera. What would you give it? <laughs> I didn't give it a score. It might not have been a review. I'll have to go back and check because it's still on that YouTube channel. Um, Damn. That I just like play. It wasn't even an official like review of any kind. It was just like, hey, uh, here's Battlefield, and uh, yeah, this is what you can do in it. Like, <laughs> it wasn't anything. Uh, but you I know, put a back ton then, of hours into that. That was a great game. Yeah, it was fun, and it's interesting just thinking about thinking about that video. Back then on YouTube, you could make the shittiest gaming video. You could film it with a fucking razor phone or whatever phone was, you know, popular at that time. And it wouldn't matter. People would still watch the shit out of it just because the the, you know, the amount of uh, competition wasn't there. Right. Oh, look, Battlefield 1943 review with gameplay is what I called it. It has 201 views. So actually it wasn't quite as high views as I thought. Wow. But. Lots of fun. Damn. Okay, I have an update from last week. Uh, sorry to talk about Call of Duty again, but I wanted to be fair. Last week we had talked about all the cheating going on and what we wanted to see from Infinity Ward as far as you know what they would do about cheating. Well, they did give us an update. And uh, the, the main thing they said is that uh, players in Warzone and Modern Warfare who report suspended cheaters will receive confirmation in-game when a player is banned. So that's cool. You'll get a little notification if you report someone cheating and that they do get banned. You'll get confirmation that's like, hey, that person is fucked. They're out. Dude, I want to get I want to get like a special emblem or something. Oh, dude, it's like, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. fucked the, the snitch. <laughs> yes. In addition to that, uh, they did a couple other things. They are deploying additional dedicated server updates. Uh, they are updating matchmaking to match suspected cheaters together. That was the one that was making headlines is that once you're a suspected cheater, they will put you in the pool with all the other, you know, if, if you're pissing in the pool, 
you're going in the pool with all the other pool pissers Damn, as well. dude. I feel like that's just kind of hilarious, actually. Because even if you're cheating, you, they can still take your money. You just play with other cheaters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. They're definitely making moves. Um, they also just said they're increasing their resources across the back-end tech, studio, and enforcement teams. Um, and last but not least, they're, 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 this isn't in the game yet, but it's coming. Uh, you'll be able to report a player directly within the, the kill cam and the spectator mode, which sounds like a good thing initially. To me, that that worries me that they're going to get a lot of false yes. uh, reporting for cheating yeah. just because someone's going to be pissed off and then report a cheater, even though that person wasn't cheating. It reminds so. me of like uh, back in the early days of Facebook when you could report people for whatever. People would just like find... A political figure or something that they didn't like and mass spam them uh, with reports and they weren't doing anything wrong but they would still get their page like taken down for a couple days or something right. uh, I think that's a possibility if you're really good and you're just killing a bunch of people by the end of that match who knows you may have a couple um, really salty players that report you uh, hopefully not, but it's, yeah, I agree with you, Dustin. Yeah, I mean, I just think that sounds like a lot of work for Activision, not for us. They have, to, but they have to. They have to not employ some sort of automatic check system. Like if they're right. going to do that, they have to actually manually review them, and that's going to be hard to do. I'd have to imagine that they'll be able to see, like, okay, this player has had three hundred reports. We need to watch this player we need to analyze you know i don't know how they'll do it whatever maybe they can watch them in game i wouldn't be surprised if that's something they can do well also yeah. i'm like why can't we patch in anti-cheating software i don't know well that's kind of i think what they meant when they said increased resources across the back end tech i'm sure that they're working on something like that right but hard to say they might be cheap because i know a lot of companies pay a third-party company to do their anti-cheat and Activision might be thinking we have the biggest property in the world. We don't want to have to pay someone an absorbent amount of money for an anti-cheat. We're going to build our own, which isn't good for the consumers if it takes them forever, but okay, guys, I told you last week that it, you know, we had a special event of the return of a certain segment, but it has to come back again. You done. Fucked up. Oh shit! Wow, you're done again. again. Fucked up. This quarantine's getting everyone to fuck up. That's right. <laughs> it's double or nothing. Two, you done fucked up. They're so good that I had to bring it back again. First of all, there are new song. the The first interesting thing is that there's new songs being added to Rock Band DLC. Thank God. Currently, thank God. <laughs> Which here's the thing, I would love to have Rock Band. The current rock band. You can't even fucking buy it, though, if you want it. If you want those instruments, you got to buy them secondhand. So that's annoying. They're adding DLC for something that people, if you want to go buy new, you can't do. That's annoying to me. Anyway, that's not the point. So there's a song called Juice by an artist named Lizzo. I'm sure everyone knows who Lizzo is at this point. She's the girl that is always, like, yeah. shaking her ass around and, like, She uh, showed her thong at the Lakers game or whatever. Yeah. Right. Which, Wait, whatever. can you spell that for me real quick? Just... Lizzo? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. She was in Hustlers so, also. She played a stripper. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact for but you. But anyway, you know, I'm not here to say my opinion on whether or not her body flaunting is appropriate or not. The point is, her song Juice was added to Rock Band as a DLC song. And because you're singing the song, it had, if you're singing the song, if you're the singer in the Rock Band, it would have you say the N word. Oh, Ooh. shit. <laughs> shit. Dude, is what? fucking. Dude, is harmonics just giving out the N-word pass? Oh, I guess. man. I don't know. What the fuck, bro? That is insane. So, yeah, it had... the. Which, here's the thing. A lot of white people listen to music that has the N-word, and that's considered acceptable, and that's fine. And, you know, I'm not here to get into the details of what's appropriate or what's not. Obviously, it's not appropriate. Not that, but yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny to me that it's like that they they put that in there and they just obviously somebody bought it and was like sing along having a good time and then there was like a moment where they panicked right they're like do i do right I, do yeah, I sing it? <laughs> yeah. It says, it's, yeah. that's what it says that's what i'm supposed to do yeah i gotta get the perfect score. right so anyway they have <laughs> removed the song and they said they'll be re-adding it without that and that uh they're sorry for that mistake and That's uh, yeah, pretty insane. big. What a massive what oversight. mistake! You have to program that in there that you don't accidentally <laughs> put the n word into the game. Right. My oh, understanding sorry of for how mistake. it works, they probably just upload the lyrics and then they have some kind of program they can run that shows what pitch it should be. So, like, I can understand to an extent why it would have gotten like they just program that song in, it, it takes it and does what it does, but. Did they not test it with a single person? Did, right. Did not one developer <laughs> right. try it before they put right. it out into the wild? Like, if it's a raw upload, I can understand how you could miss it. But you've how do you not check it? Oof. Pretty Boy. big mistake. But yeah. I have another you done fucked up for you guys. Oh, a double whammy? Yes. A double whammy. That's the thing. Double or nothing this week. So I read this story earlier today. I read these tweets and I just couldn't believe it. So, Indivisible, this is from the developer of Skullgirls. I can't remember. I should have. I'm looking at the tweet of the developer. The um, Oh, it's Lab Zero. The developer's name Lab Zero. Their publisher for this is 505 Games. 505 currently has a lot of big games that they've put out recently. They did Bloodstain, They did Control. And now they're doing Death Stranding for the PC release specifically. Anyway, uh, the project lead from... Uh, uh, Lab Zero posted a tweet today that said, hey, that thing everyone wanted, Indivisible is out right now digitally for Switch in North America. New and then it says, uh, feel, feel like you missed the announcement? You're not alone. Our team found out because people on Twitter sent us congratulations. Oh. I had no idea, but there it is. Yeah, I heard about that. That's, uh, that's a pretty big mess up. So there's a follow-up here. Uh, he said, this is from Mike uh, Zymont, who's, like like I said, the, the lead developer. He said, the Switch version of Indivisible itself is great. The porting group did seriously excellent work, runs at a stable frame rate, even handheld. However, the, uh, the old build that was apparently now released doesn't have co-op, New Game Plus, or anything recent. Uh, no release date announcement, no lead-up PR at all. It's missing current features like co-op, and the eShop artwork is the wrong image. This launch does not represent the quality standards of Zero Lab. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. It wasn't us. But hey, it's 20% off. <laughs> so, Ben, I'm going to throw this one to you because you know more about 
you know, the inside of the industry is dealing with publishers and things like that. How did 505 manage to fuck this up so bad? I don't understand actually yeah I, I don't understand how it could have happened i mean granted is, is this a did the t- original team work on this port is did that happen it said that um he said here that the the porting group did a ser- seriously excellent work so it was farmed out okay it was farmed out i suppose if 505 is the publisher and there was an outside entity working on it that there's really not a lot of need for the original group to know about how it's going now, if it were me, if I were 505, I certainly would have, uh, you know, gone back and verified and checked everything with them. But it, the publisher is the one who pushes the button to make it go live. Uh, the question here is, if that was going to be the case, why didn't they promote it or tell other people so that they could promote it? I'm certain we didn't get a press release about it right. going live. And 505 always sends us press releases all the time. Uh, so that part of it, I don't understand. Maybe it was a genuine mistake, but I can understand why there would be little to no reason to actually need to converse with the publisher about the port if somebody else was developing it. I I can see that one pretty easily, but I how can... do you how do you publish it on without letting the IP owner know? I don't <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, that's that's fucking like... insane, bro. Could you imagine? I'm gonna have to message. I'm gonna have to message um, Graham, Graham, or someone, someone from like Graham from Drinkbox or some another developer. I'd have to assume that when these port jobs happen, that you would think they would get sent back to the original developer just as like a hey, this is your game. We ported it, and just look over this and make sure that we have done. You you think there would be a quality check of some well, that, kind? I mean, that may have happened. Right. Is it, I mean, they, it's possible that they said, yeah, everything's good to go. Let's get things in line to publish it or something like that. And then it just got published. Well, no, uh, they said that, that it, it it's missing New Game Plus. It's missing co-op. And it's, it, you know, it has the wrong art. Oh, okay. I missed so, that. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. So so he said that there's, there's all this. Sh- it runs at a good quality. It's just missing a bunch of stuff that's in the other versions of the game. That, yeah. So, it's... you know, according to him, wouldn't be acceptable the fact that they they have two different versions of the game floating around right now. Yeah, so right. essentially just seems unfinished. So, I mean, even though I think this was a very strange situation, I guess I'm glad that they handled it the way they did instead of just, you know, trying to pretend like nothing was happening. At least there was some acknowledgement, you know? Right. Especially just because it does, for Lab Zero, technically, for someone not in the know, it could reflect badly on, on them, because for the most part, they're the big name on the box on who right. made the game. So if it's missing features, it makes them look bad and not right. the porthouse. Right. But yeah. Wow. Crazy I, situation. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if somebody comes into one of my restaurants and my server is really bad to them, and if I'd known that, I would have fired them, but I didn't know that. They're not going to remember that server as much as they're going to remember they had a bad time at my place. It's you know some, right. very similar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we're at fifty eight minutes. So I think we're it's, we're at a good point to wrap up. That's all I got for you guys. Um, all right. We could. I, I'm thinking. I'm guessing dreams and shadows are going to take up a bit of time. So we can. We'll skip on. Uh, 
uh, talking about games we've been playing. Well, uh, I have now. an idea. I have an idea. Okay. I would like, what if we skipped Dreams and Shoutouts and Phil and you even give us a little bit about Streets of Rage 4? Because that's kind of a, a notable release. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, if you're a patron, it's Embargo Day today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have, I, I'm okay Let's with you it. saying no, but okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Phil, you reviewed Streets of Rage 4. I did the capture, and I am uh, editing the review. It's technically not edited yet, but all the pieces are, like, literally every piece is in place. We have the VO recorded. Holly did that earlier. Uh, the gameplay is all good nice. to go. So... Yeah, you gave this game a pretty pretty hefty score. I don't know if we want to reveal it here, but what, what do you? What's your overall take with your review? So my overall take with the review, we don't want to give away the score because we want them to come and read it and watch it and okay and find out you know for themselves in a separate area. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it. I think that the biggest takeaway that I had is when and I talked about this a lot in the review. When you think about nostalgia, and it's a tricky thing. When I think about Streets of Rage, I've got very fond memories. And when I pick up this game and start playing it, it feels like I remember. And, you know, that that's the biggest testament I can say to this, is this team put a lot of time and energy into this game to make sure that after 25-plus years that they had a very worthy successor to Streets of Rage 3 and that they weren't just trying to, you know, get the name back into the wild or make a quick buck, but they, they put together a good game. It's a lot of fun. Um I think they made, you know, a lot of graphical upgrades, obviously, and they made, you know, brought this awesome franchise into the uh, the 21st century, and um, uh, I'm thankful that they did. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It's great by yourself. It's great on co-op. Um, there's a lot of fun features that uh, I think for, you know, the game, if I had one complaint, you know, I, I wanted more of it. I think it probably took me between two and three hours to probably beat the whole thing, um, and then I dove back in and tried on some harder uh you know game modes and things like that and and dove into it but it's it's a lot of fun i enjoyed every second that i had with it yeah it's definitely authentic to a t and that's kind of my main takeaway is that it feels exactly like the old streets of rage game whether that's good or bad um obviously there's the updated art style it's no longer sprites it uses like a really nice stylistic kind of comic booky art style for everything but uh Mm -hmm. The thing for me that I kept getting frustrated with is that in a brawler like this, you there's a bit of a 3D element, we'll say, where you're on a different plane, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would try to punch somebody, but I was just above them, and so I was just punching the air, you know, which is something that would happen in the original as well. Yeah, but that is true. Um, I've got depth perception issues at at times anyway, so sometimes I I chalked it up to that, but. uh... Yeah, that, that does happen often, uh, not often, sometimes, but um, I don't think it broke anything for me. And like you said, it was kind of authentic. I think they made a pretty authentic sequel to this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. This company, Dot Emu, is also working on um, Windjammers 2. So they're, they've, they're yeah. working on this – is, this is the first of the two, like, kind of beloved cult classic type games that they are doing follow-ups for. So they did a – I think they did – Regardless of how I feel about, you know, whether it's too authentic or not, they did a fantastic job. The quality of the product is very, very good. And if mm-hmm. if what you want is more Streets of Rage, you're going to get exactly that. Yep. 
Yeah, and it like it brings back the old characters. It adds a couple of new ones. Um, throws a few uh, surprises in there. I think uh, that's not really a surprise. I mean, um, they they try to. It's it's interesting because like in all the promo art and some of the stuff they show some characters, but then they kind of throw those characters in like it's a big reveal. Uh, you know, an hour or so in, but it's it's right. a lot of fun. I think it's uh, like anything else right now. I think it's just what we need. Just a little a little something to bring back that nostalgia and and uh remind <laughs> us of a happy time <laughs> in our right. lives um and i know you know little inside handsome fan as we like to do i i did a few rewrites on it because i tried to write it from a nostalgia piece where i kind of put myself into it a little too much but tried to make it a little more broad it's uh it was a, it's a series that i grew up on i actually went back and played through the first three again um as part of the the research for the review and um it feels very similar and felt great and those old yeah. games hold up too i think that's a big thing too nice yeah cool well let's how about this we'll do a little mix okay we will do you can either have one dream or one shout out and you have to keep it relatively to like a minute keep it short okay i won't buzz you out but you got to be you know stick to it who would like to go first to end us out I'll go. Go for it. All right. Uh, I'm just going to shout out. Remember, uh, you guys were all there, I think. Remember when we were in Boston and it was either late at night or we'd been drinking or something similar? I don't know. And I was like, hey, guys, Duke Nukem 3D uh, is on PlayStation for $2 right now. I'm going to buy it. And I did. And I bought it. And uh, (laughs) I I forgot about it immediately. And then the other day, I was just like, I mean, that game is a game I played hundreds of hours of. I was into the level builder and everything when it was on PC back when I was a kid. And probably shouldn't have been playing it as a kid. I don't know. And uh, I just remembered it the other day and popped it on and ended up getting the platinum, uh, which is a very easy platinum. It's certainly not a difficult one. And so I'm going to shout out one to the game because it's still, I mean, I just have so many fond memories of playing that game. And two, I'm going to shout out to uh, Past Ben for making a great decision uh, in buying that game for 2 or $3 on PlayStation while I was hundreds of miles away from my home only to discover it uh, on a lazy Sunday afternoon. So uh, Duke Nukem 3D Man. and also Past Ben. Damn. Nice. I'm very mad that I was uh, probably too drunk to actually do that too because now it's 20 bucks. I just looked it up. Man, Damn that's it. rough. And, uh, I wish I would have paid two bucks for it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was probably a waste of money uh, at the time. But yeah. now now I'm looking back, I'm like, that was, that was a pretty good decision. Right. There you go. Well done. Brandon or Phil? Go ahead, Phil. All right. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to give a dream. Still? I'm dreaming of oh, a vacation. Phil. You guys hear me? Uh, I just... I want a vacation. I'm dreaming yeah, of that. I'm, I'm dreaming of a world where I can go... Uh, go somewhere and uh that's all that's all i think about right now um all a lot of people right now are stuck at home and i'm feel terrible i'm still out there working probably six days a week and uh i'm i'm ready to go somewhere somewhere warm and sunny and uh i can't wait for that to happen so that's pretty much all i dream about my wife is tired of hearing about it 
and uh, gets pretty <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> as yeah. as of right now, I'm I'm hoping for a world that opens up in the next uh, few months so I can go somewhere. But that's that's it. I'm just dreaming of getting out and doing something. Cool. Hmm. Brandon? Nice. Yeah, I mean, mine's kind of similar, too. I'm weirdly enough dreaming about just going to a sit-down restaurant at some point. Mm, right. um, I didn't know I would miss that, but it is kind of nice to just go in a dedicated space, order, sit down, talk, you know, laugh with your loved ones. Um, so weirdly enough, I'm missing that right now. Um, not that I can't sit at a table and talk, but there's just something about, it. you know, the atmosphere is different than at your home, no matter how good you cook, so... Boys, as soon as we can, we're having a uh, uh, HP podcast Eaton Park reunion. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Super burger with some soup. Although, I don't know if salad bars are going to be a thing for a while. Yeah, probably not. Oh, no, Phil. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. (laughs) (laughs) They got sneeze guards. (laughs) All right, real quick, my shout-out is to blathers blathers works 24 7 unless the unless he's working on a remodel so he's still working and you know what he's knowledgeable he is polite he you know does things he doesn't want to do he works with bugs he takes care of them even though he hates them you know he does shout out to blathers he is a 10 out of 10 animal crossing character and honestly i wish there was more of him in the game i wish i could see him you know more maybe he could take a break and come over to my house we could listen to Bubblegum KK on my record player, you know, something like that. Fantastic. I need more blathers. You know, even though I agree with you, I do have one exception with what you just said uh, mm. about him working 24-7. He is working, he's... but if you go during the daytime, he's freaking asleep on the job. He sleeps all but day. <laughs> he, is a, he is asleep, but he is available. That's true. Okay. He's like a that nurse, an on-call nurse. He's just like always me ready to go. <laughs> That's it. That's a great shout week's. out. Uh, oh, thank you. You know, you got a shout out yep. to Blathers. Yep. I like and it. And that's it for this week's HP podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. It means so much to us. I got a couple shout outs, though, real quick. First of all, YouTube.com slash Hands of Phantom. Go watch our Streets of Rage review right now. Do it. If you don't want to watch it, I'm not. You know what? Don't go to the website. Watch it. Don't don't, you know, take the time. It's going to be a good review. Uh, but if you really want to, you can go to handsomephantom.com. We've got tons of other stuff there as well. Last but not least, patreon.com slash handsomephantom is where you can go to uh, support us. You can get this podcast early. We would appreciate that. It would mean so much. Also, I guess this is the real last thing is we are sponsored by Balls Garana, a delicious energy drink that, guys, I, I told you I was slipping up accidentally drinking some when it's not podcast time. Accidentally. Uh, well, you know, it's sort of, you know, it's one of those things you don't want to, but you do. I haven't done that. I haven't done that at all in the past week. So you're welcome. Wow. <laughs> thank thank you so much. Thank you for not doing what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and that's it. So thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Handsome Phantom and the HP Podcasts are fan-funded at patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Garrett Morlang, Jared Cavaliero, Michael J. Sutherland, and Jason Cannon.